Buongiorno, buon pomeriggio, e buonasera, Lazio world. Welcome to our instant reaction pod. Consider this your stoppage time as we review the first leg of the round of 16 fixture Champions League knockouts between Lazio and Bayern Munich. What an absolutely massive performance by our Laziali in a 1-0 victory. A stunning victory. Make no mistakes about it. Uh, nobody, whether you were a Laziale or a pundit, had Lazio as favorites in this one. We knew it was going to take a performance uh, it was going to take, I, I, I called for as many Laziali had for Undici Leoni. We needed 11 Lions and we got just that massive, massive one. So we'll jump into it. It is just myself today. So as usual, uh, we'll, we'll jump into a quick, quick recap, starting with our starting 11 and uh, today we had an interesting moment because Vecino was originally noted as your regista before being yanked minutes before kickoff for the insertion of Danilo Cataldi Rovella out of this fixture. And, uh, and, and I'll be honest, I was uh, pretty happy with that switch. One thing I know, and it can be quite frustrating oftentimes for how Sadi has his guys that he so often trusts and go to. And, you know, I, I certainly don't always agree with those guys, but uh, one of the players, Cataldi, he seems to lean on in the biggest of moments, whether at a derby or a critical match, and so I was confident uh, with Cataldi in this one. And, and look, I think ultimately uh, Cataldi played a, a great match. But uh, aside from Cataldi, some question marks. We saw Hisai and Marusic starting at left and right back. Um, again, many of us, including myself, have called for the insertion of Pellegrini. So was uh, concerned over that given all of the weapons that Bayern has, the lack of pace from both of those players, and certainly Marusic's uh, inability this season to limit mistakes. But uh, it was what it was, and we went into this one uh, pretty uh, calm, cool, collected. And so you look at this fixture, first half it was... A little bit of a back and forth, Bayern maybe with the slight edge, but honestly, you came into it with both sides finishing the first half with with little opportunity. Uh, Lazio really the only team that even had a shot on frame in that one to start the second half, 48-minute mark, the first real opportunity of this one. Isaksen has an opportunity after a fantastic steal and just a beautiful ball from Luis Alberto, who we have all been uh, just dying to see the Luis of, of old and certainly has been a, a player that has looked every bit uh, just not himself. And, and so Luis provides a fantastic moment. Isaacson, 
inability to finish there and had many of us questioning whether we would have other moments in this match. And 20 minutes later, you have just a, an, an absolutely um, fantastic opportunity, starting with just a blazing Felipe Anderson making a run, getting the ball to Chido Immobile, who just does an incredible job of dancing around a couple defenders before the ball finds its way to Isaksen, who is taken down, clear as day, penalty. And we've talked about this before with Chido Immobile. For everybody that wants to gripe about him being a penalty merchant, go back to the tape and look at how often our king earns these penalties. And you know, he was he was the catalyst there, steps up as he so often does, finds the back of the net to give Lazio a 1-0 lead in that 69th minute. And we, we, we see a couple big subs in the 74th and 80th minutes, ultimately clearing the deck for us, you know, to try a little bit by that point in the match. Lazio kind of sitting back, waiting and biding their time for some opportunities should they come, but absolutely content with going into this one, uh, finishing at 1-0. But the 90th minute, Genduzzi with a fantastic ball to Tati, who then makes the right pass for Felipe Anderson, who just simply hesitates, should have taken a one-time chance, narrowly um, escaping, ultimately a blocked shot by Kim. And then the 92nd minute, we see the final opportunity from Lazio. Kamada lays a ball off to Pedro, who does a nice job of avoiding a defender and getting a shot off, tries to curl it in. Unfortunately, too central, and Neuer makes a very, very easy save. It ends after five minutes of stoppage time. 1-0 to our Bianco Celesti. What a way to celebrate Valentine's Day. Hard to believe that we were in a position to want more, to, to desire more out of this one. But I'm not going to be super selfish, was very content. So my three words for this one, simply I said it in the buildup as I was reviewing. It was a cool, calm, composed Lazio. A Lazio that simply was as organized as I have seen. This was a side defensively that reminded me of what we did so well last year. And we knew it was going to take an effort. We knew that players were going to have to fight. And and I thought they went into this with the right mentality. You saw players flying up and down the pitch. But uh, it was the composure of our back line. It was our midfield staying absolutely organized. It was, by and large, everybody limiting mistakes and then pouncing when there was a bit of space and and ultimately taking advantage of 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 the the one clear cut. There were a couple chances where we could have uh, certainly uh, widened the gap, but uh, 
by and large, a, a very composed Lazio, which we don't say very often. We know that this side has the capacity to self-destruct. And so you know, we know that Bayern has struggled this season. And I, I hear folks claiming that this isn't the same Bayern, and, and, and most certainly not. But uh, this also isn't a Lazio side that is um, performing wonders in Serie A. So... Oh, as, as far as standout players, I, I, I love, I'm seeing some of the comments coming in through YouTube. Please send those in. Would love to hear from you all who your man of the match out uh, was. I'm going to start, and, and I have a few players that I want to name. Um, Irfan here uh, names two of the, the three that I was going to go with. So Mario Gila and Genduzzi, absolute beasts. And and I have those two as, as shout outs for this one. For starters, we'll talk about Gila, a, a player that continues to impress in, in every way possible in, in matches against smaller sides in the biggest of fixtures like today. He is proving to be not just a useful player, but he is proving to be an, a, a fantastic center back. And it, it it must be said that some of the tackles he made were game-changing, game-saving. The composure that he has when pressure is on him would suggest that he was a 30-year-old center back that has played in Champions League fixtures for a, a, a entirety of a career. So to see the level-headedness, the composure, it is absolutely fantastic. We've got a player that hopefully uh, continues to grow and develop. Genduzi, the other one I, I want to touch on because, my God, what a maniac. Uh, we've talked about the engine on Genduzi. He again, is a tone setter. He marches up and down the field. He fights for every possession. He made a couple d direct passes today that led to opportunities. He is the type of player that us as Laziali are going to absolutely adore for hopefully many years to come. But uh, I have to say, and and in for many reasons, my player of the match is, of course, Chiro Immobile. And it's not just because he ultimately buries the penalty, but we talk about tone setters and we talk about what we demand out of our captain. And Chiro Immobile on many occasions tonight was a player winning the ball inside of his own box, doing the dirty work, so oftentimes not being rewarded for it. And you, you, of course, demand your captain to be the tone setter, but oftentimes that's not coming from your striker. You often hear strikers being the divas, the players that whine, that demand the ball. And for our captain, our 200-plus Serie A goal scorer, our king to be the one out there doing the dirty work, setting the tone, fighting, obviously the work he put in to earn that penalty, and then to step up. You know, for, for, for folks that want to cry and whine about penalties, you still have to convert them and the pressure on him to do so and do so as he so often does in such a big match is to be commended. I also, I see some folks um, shouting out uh, Patrick Bowman, 
Love, love Patrick Bowman. Always a great supporter of this podcast. Makes a note here. People hating on Isaacson for not scoring that. Remember, he did that. A great run in depth to create the chance. He also fixed a penalty and a red card for Bayern. Absolutely, Patrick. Um, important to note. You know, and, and, and this is the case with a player like Isaacson, right? Of course, he had to finish that. We wanted him to finish the opportunity. But very young player, a player that is growing. And why I wanted to see a player like Isaacson in this, not that we had very many options or choices, but a player like Isaacson, why he is so critical is in a system like Saudi that, that demands structure, you have a player like Isaacson that is your wild card. And it's it's for all the, the gripes that we give Saudi oftentimes, and you know, rightfully so, I will tip my hat because so far it, it seems that Saudi has given or, or allowed Isaacson to express himself, to go out there and play a little bit outside of the system. And that is so crucial for us. So yes, while Isaacson did not bury that chance, he, he, had, he put the defense on their heels. He was allowed to go out there and be the dangerous player that he is. So absolutely a shout to him. And I'll be honest, we often, uh, you know, we're transitioning to our bidone, I, I want to hear from our listeners, comment in, let us know if you had a bidone. But here, I, I, I've always made it a point, um, both Caleb and I on this podcast, to you know whether we win or lose, we want to obviously have a man of the match. We want to be able to issue out a bidone. But today, I refuse. I simply refuse to name a bidone because, as we said, we demanded 11 Lions to show up today. It was going to take all 11 players to go out there and absolutely fight for this team. And I didn't see one player that, that, uh, that didn't fight uh, for, for Lazio's crest. I didn't see a, anybody go out there. And I just, it, it, it's, I, I don't know that uh, there have been very many times where I've been proud of this side. And, and it, it's only a job half done. So important to note. But as far as any clear bidones, any players that really stood out as, as uh, failing to live up, you know, we, we criticized Luis Alberto and he came out there and, and he played really, really well. I just, I was so proud uh, of, of the effort and the fight from all 11 players plus substitutions. They all played their part in this one. And, Again, could have been a, a little bit more clinical in a couple areas, but we talked about Isaacson, even Felipe Anderson, right? Felipe, you know, you, you, you hope he does better at the end, but I mean, what he so often does, he's, he's fighting, he's winning balls. I thought he had a, a level of directness to him today. And uh, my God, if we see this Lazio side more frequently and we went into every single match with this type of mentality, composure, We'd certainly be a lot higher up on the Serie A table than we are now. But um, yeah, Irfan mentions Hisai and Marusic being less than good. But yeah, you know, look, um, and, and maybe it's a level of expectation. I went into this one absolutely dreading and, and just shuddering in fear for what could happen with Hisai and Marusic. But again, we talked about the composure. We talked about how sound that defense was. And while Gila and, and Romagnoli probably played the biggest part in that, 
that doesn't happen without your fullbacks playing their role. And so, you know, hat tip uh, to Hisai, who went off injured in this one. And obviously, Marusic then moving and, and going back to the, the left side to allow for Lazzari's entrance into this fixture. Just a commendable performance by everybody. And again, it begs the question, where is this Lazio side? Um, and, and particularly begs the question uh, of, of what should we expect going into the second leg? And you know, when, when you look at the statistics in this one, you know, by and large, Bayern, in terms of uh, ball possession, dominated that. But we know that does not tell a story. Um, 61% possession for Bayern to Lazio's 39%. Expected goals, Lazio with a 1.84 to Bayern's 1.1. Total shots, uh, a big discrepancy there. You've got Bayern Munich with attempted shots at 17 to Lazio's 11. However, shots on target. This was a night that Provedel... Got to take a, a night off. You know, four shots on target for Lazio to Bayern's nil. Big chances, Lazio with two no big chances for Bayern. Couple opportunities where they had some free kicks were again, you know, uh, Bayern really unable to do anything there. I mean, yeah, just it, it, it was a match. We've got to now go to Germany and... Um, that's where you, you look at this one, obviously Bayern seeing a red card playing 10 men. You, you, you can argue that uh, there were some missed opportunities that uh, we may or may not regret, but uh, I, I, I want to caution myself and many Lazzali just for peace of mind, not to go into that second leg with, with too much expectation. But uh, if we can just go in and uh, be sound and, the pressure is going to be on Bayern Munich. All the pressure in the world. Lazio has has uh, nothing to to fear. There is absolutely nothing to fear. So if we allowed ourselves to go into that with the mentality of all the pressure is on Bayern and, and Lazio can just play their game and focus on limiting mistakes and do exactly what they did today, Bayern's got to come out and, and score some goals. So very... Very happy with that. Um, we won't see this Bayern side until March 5th. So you know, the challenge with a tournament like this is the, the side that we saw today is not necessarily the side that we'll see in a few weeks. Likewise, Lazio could be in a position where we've got Rovella back, we've got Sakani back. You know, we start to see our health, hopefully, you know, when I when I step back and look at big picture, hoping that this catapults us in some sort of a way. We've got Bologna on on Sunday, right away, looking towards our Serie A table. You've got shortly after that, you've got Torino, Fiorentina, and so there there are three very winnable matches. Fiorentina, a match against the side that we are going to be directly competing for European spots with. You know, before we head to Milan, and then we've got Bayern. So, you know, the the uh, the hope is that this type of performance adds to confidence because I don't know that there's one of us out there that expects us to advance deep into this tournament. Obviously, we just focus on the task at hand. But if we can turn this into some positive momentum in the league, then 
job done. But this was this was one that I, I, I just I have to tip my hat in in a lot of ways to the players. We've criticized many of our players throughout the season. We've criticized Sadi. I thought just the game plan here was was brilliantly executed and you know, I, I, I love the, the comment uh, from Willie in the Wilderness on YouTube. Says, great win. Wow. I would have been ecstatic if they pushed for that second goal. They generally played to just protect that goal. Two up would have been a decent lead to go to Germany with. No disagreements, uh, Willie. But I will say, uh, because what I, I, what I particularly appreciated about the way we approached those final few minutes was I think Lazio one they didn't just completely sit back and and kill the clock just to see this one through I thought there was a little bit of balance the way I saw them approaching this was absolutely being cautious not to concede because despite being down to 10 men make no mistake about it Bayern Munich could have very easily punished us and and so I thought the approach to play smart play within yourselves understand that we do have a man advantage and when given the opportunity pounce on it take your space and attack and and that is why in the in the span of four minutes and in in stoppage time we saw Lazio create two very clear opportunities that could have led to goals so we've got to finish those opportunities but I do think from a game plan from instruction from the way that we were set up while we didn't find that second goal, I think it was a team that both wisely took care of possession and certainly was cognizant not to concede. I think that was the number one instruction, but I do think it was a side that uh, that did go for it, that did try to capitalize on some of the space when given. So again, I thought um, beautifully executed by everybody. And so now we go into Germany with, with a match to fight. And that is what we all wanted. We simply wanted and asked to go into that second leg with something to play for. And here we are with something to play for. 90 minutes where Lazio can go out and shock the world. So we will, of course, be covering that match, we, as mentioned, we've got a number of important Serie A fixtures, and our hopes can only be that this leads us into a little bit of a positive run of form prior to that match, and uh, we'll be here every step of the way to cover it. So, a little bit of a shorter episode today, but um, flying high as many of you are for our Eagles, our boys in blue. Follow us on all of our social media platforms, please, on social media. We've got our TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter, or X, whatever you call it. Our YouTube channel, we are always live immediately after matches. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to our channel. We are also on audio platforms. Give us those five-star ratings. But uh, a match like today in particular... But even in, in, in the, the darkest of days, we are always going to be supporting our Lazio. So remember, sempre Forza Lazio.